Hello from the members of Royce City Methodist Church. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you're blessed by this message today. You're invited to join us for worship anytime. You can learn more about our worship options, locations, and how to get plugged into the life of our church by visiting our website, RoyceCityMethodist.life. Today, we hear from our associate pastor, Reverend Francis Gonzalez. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. We have just observed 15 seconds of silence. Hold on to that thought. Can you all remember the last time God spoke to you? God speaks. He's a communicator. He likes to talk to us, to tell us stories, to show us his character, to encourage us in difficult times, to show his amazing, never-ending love for us. God wants to share things with us that we do not know. And he longs to have a conversation with us. Think of that. He wants to talk to us. But for God to speak, we must create a space in our lives of silence so we can listen. Let's go to the reading of God's word for today. You will find the verses that I'm going to be reading in the front of your program. And he said to me, Son of man, listen carefully and take to heart all the words that I say to you. Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Listen, listen to me and eat what is good and your soul will delight in the riches of fare. Give ear, come to me, hear me that your soul may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, my faithful love promised to David. As it has just been said today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the time of rebellion. These are the words from God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Sometimes when I talk to people, they share with me that they have been praying to God for a particular something. And they feel that nothing is happening. God is not answering them. Allow me to tell you a story and I will use me as an example. In the morning, I faithfully set aside time for reading my Bible. I go down my prayer list because I don't want to miss anyone. And then I start to sit down eager to commune with God. But hold on. Before I sit down, let me just check for any new emails. You know, the ones that come around 3 o'clock in the morning. Someone must be trying to get a hold of me. And they must have thought that 3 o'clock in the morning was the best time to reach me. So I, I have to check on that. Finally, when I come back, I am a little more distracted, a little, bes- a little bit less focused, and a lot less clear. My head has been filling up with stuff. Then the phone rings. Color ID summons my eyes. 
and I feel compelled to answer the phone. Just compelled. I tell myself, well, it's okay. I'll have quiet time tonight. By bedtime, I am exhausted. I can barely keep my eyes open. And my good intentions go out with the nightlight. The enemy smirks. And later, we come back and I check and I, I tell myself tomorrow, um, tomorrow is going to be the day I am going to set myself clear in the morning. I'm going to give the Lord 15 minutes and then I'm going to pray for 15 minutes. And then I do that. And then all of a sudden I said, oh, how fast had time passed by? But I'm so glad that I spend time with God. So I'm going to check it off my list, you know, because I am ready. I have spent time with the Lord. Sounds somewhat familiar. I am sure that maybe you can recognize yourself in one little piece of it. I can assure you that reading a verse or two, saying a prayer or singing a song might make you feel better about checking your quiet time off your to-do list, but it will not bring you closer to him. It will not unite you with his heart, and you will not truly receive the directions that he has for you, or the answer that you're wanting and you're looking for your prayer. And then later in the day, I will say, hmm, I'm still waiting to hear from the Lord about my prayer. He's just not answering. You see, this story makes one thing clear to me, and I hope that to you too, we have become so addicted to busyness that we're trying, we're training ourselves not to hear God. We compartmentalize. We tune off. And you know, we don't hear him because we're not listening. The word listen appears 275 times in the Bible. And over 2,000 times we read about God speaking to his people. Whether it is God speaking to Moses or the word of the Lord coming to Jonah. When we turn to God in prayer and search his word, we find that he does have answers for us. His word tells us, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I send it. This word we should listen. This word we should memorize. 
this word we should call it when we're praying for our family our soulmates the people that we love when you pray for someone that you love and your care for a situation that that it's really in your heart and you just feel that only God can fix it his will his word tells you use my words because they, they will not return empty. They will achieve the purpose for which I send it. So how can we overcome our addiction to busyness and try to listen to God? Allow me to share a few practical steps. Start by prioritizing quiet time. God communicates with his creation. God likes to talk, and God likes to talk to us. Imagine that. When we open the Bible and read his word, we are reading God's mind. His thoughts, his character, who he is, is in those pages. You don't need to imagine what he thinks or how he would react. You are reading his mind when you're reading his words in these pages. A scripture is his way of speaking to us. We reveal, he reveals his character, his plans, and his love. But we must approach it with an open heart and a listening spirit. God wants to address our heartfelt questions the ones that can be answered with a simple yes or no. The ones that you know that are yes or no. The simple yes or no are the Ten Commandments. They have not changed. You still cannot steal. You still cannot kill. All those things. You still have to love God above everything else. That's a given. You don't need to question any of that. It's the answer, it's already there. But you want to hear the answers to the questions that you're raising up in your heart. You want to hear those answers that only God can give you. And you know th that the answer is from God because you feel a peace that surpasses all understanding. Now the world is still falling around but there's this peace about what you're praying. You know that the hand of God is in it. You can exhale. God wants to address the simplest of our requires and give us hope and talk to us and tell us things that we do not know. Make quiet time with God a non-negotiable part of your day. The love for your children is non-negotiable. The love for your parents is non-negotiable. The love for your spouses are non-negotiable. The love for certain people that are 
just extremely, that hold the strings of your heart, those might not be negotiable, so you hold them on that list. No, my love for them is non-negotiable. Well, that's exactly what I'm talking about in here. Make that time with God a non-negotiable time. It's not up for discussion. This is what it is. This is the time for God. Find a quiet, comfortable place where you can be alone with God. Turn off your phone or hit the mute button. Then remove it from your presence. And if your computer or your laptop is in that private space, remove it or remove, your, remove yourself from the place. Do not give God the leftovers of your time. He did not give you the leftovers of his son. Calendar quiet time if you need to. What I mean by that is put prayer time in your calendar. Whatever time you're going to give it, but put it in your calendar. Put it at the very top of the list. I always like to pray in the morning. So I start my day with that time of prayer. After that, you can go about the rest of your day. I can tell you that as the day goes along, you will feel that you have a, a new wisdom that you can discern things more clearly. That you can even see things today that were there yesterday. But you could not see them yesterday because you had not spent that special time with God. Like everything we do, this is not meant to be written in stone. If you can only give this uninterrupted time to God three times a week, schedule it. And then give God those three times. If you feel that you need to take Saturdays and Sundays off, take it. But you keep that scheduled time with God. Whatever time you have decided, Put it as a priority, it is non-negotiable, and put it at the top of the things that you're going to do for today. It is important to spend time with God. For me, it is because as I come and listen to people, and as I speak with them, and they might be speaking and, and telling me, the things that, that they think I'm supposed to know. But I have to know, I have to hear what they're not saying. And I can only do that when I have had my time with God. Because I believe that I cannot give what I have not received. So for me, in order to be able to be of help, to be able to minister, 
I feel I must have gone have to go to the well. I have to receive. Because again, like I said, it's not only what you're saying, it's what you're not saying that also needs to be heard. Now, don't think that if you cannot uh, do this, if you miss a day or a moment or things just don't go on one time uh, the way that you have set it up, God is not going to be mad at you. But don't go through the motions if you're not going to be present. If you're not going to give yourself to that moment, don't go through the motions. I can tell you that God will not be mad at you. He will love you exactly the same way he loved you as he walked to the cross and took your place in it. He will love you the same way. He will not take it in any way as a fault. He will love you just the same. I, I can always imagine that moment to me is just, you know, very special. So I just want you to know that God is just going to be there and he's going to love you and all that. But still, you need to make time for God. For me, I'm a visual person, so I create pictures in my mind. And when I don't give God that special time, that dedicated time, I kind of feel, I feel sad, I feel a little bit empty, I'm just not as clear, and I'm upset that I did not give God the time, but what really hurts me is that he had so much to tell me, and I did not want to listen. Because every time you create the time with God, He will speak with you. Approach your quiet time with an attitude of seeking God's presence rather than checking off a task on your to-do list. Come with an open heart and a desire to hear God's word. The way that I see it in my mind is, Lord, this is our time together. I am here because I know that you will speak to me. When I go to service, and even when I'm here and, and, and Pastor Chris is, is preaching, I'm writing because I believe that God is speaking to me. So I don't go and sit down and kind of, you know, fall around. No. I know that if I place myself in the position of listening, God will speak. And he will speak whenever I set my mind and my heart and my spirit to listen. If you want to hear from God, worship God. Praise him. Then thank him for his presence in your life and for being faithful, for being loving and caring, 
tell God you love him. You know how you see your child or your grandchild and, and you bring them close to you and you smell their hair and you tell them, I love you so much. That type of love. You know, when you get close to your spouse and, and there's just this arm that just comes around you. And there's just something so secure when you feel that. And you tell each other, I love you. That kind of love. That kind of, I'm all here. I love you. Tell God how much you love him. He wants to hear from you. Thank him for making his word a lamp for your feet and a light onto your path. Tell him he's listening. If you want to hear from God and you want to hear him speak, Start with the book of Psalms or the book of Proverbs. I call those two books question and answer books. If you don't know how to get your day going and you need encouragement, immerse yourself in the book of Psalms. Start with Psalm 1. It will get you to the praise part. And then go on from there. And if you have questions... And you'd be surprised when you start looking at the book of Proverbs, the answers that are there. Start right there. Let the books, let the word of God speak to you. And after reading scripture, take time to listen, go silent. Allow God's voice to resonate within you and reflect on what he might be saying to you. Keep a journal handy. If you're like many of us, you will need to write something down. For me, this is where my reflecting time comes from. From what has jumped out. From what spoke the loudest. From what I read. So I write it down because I, I, I need to go back. I, there's a message there. There's a special word right there. And yes, engage in prayer. Not just as one-way conversation, but as a two-way dialogue. It's crucial to remember that listening to God is not about finding fault with us when we fall short. It's about recognizing that we are in a, a process of transformation and in a process of growth. God's grace covers our imperfections, and he is more interested in our willingness to listen and respond to him than in our ability to do it faultlessly. Remember that listening to God is not a sprint, it's a marathon. It's a lifelong pursuit of knowing him more intimately and following his guidance. And it's a journey filled with the beauty of growing in faith, experience, and recognition 
over time, you will be amazed how clearly you can hear the Word of God. Before I close, I want to share with you one of the ways that, that, that I started, and I continue to do it today. Sometimes I am... I need a reassurance. I'm just going through something, having to make a decision, and I just don't know. You know, I'm just, hmm, you know, and I just need that special word. I need to hear from God that special, special message. So I go to the back of the Bible, and I think everybody has a concordance in the Bible. And then I look for the word assurance. And under the word assurance, it says Jeremiah 32:40, And it reads, I will make an everlasting covenant with them. I will never stop doing good to them. And I will inspire them to fear me so that they will never turn away from me. He hears us. He has made a covenant with us. He's not going to leave us. And by the way that it's in the verse is ending, you know that he's dealing with people. Because he knows how we go, you know, like this. And he's saying, regardless of what you're doing, I'm not going to break my word. And I'm here. Francis. Listen to what I'm telling you. I have made an everlasting covenant with you. When you accepted my son Jesus as your Lord and Savior, my, that covenant became yours and mine. I was looking to see how I would be ending my sermon. And this is what I heard. My chief recognizes my voice and my words because they listen just like that my sheep recognizes my word my voice and my words because they listen how many times have we hear um, the sheep recognizes the voice of the shepherd they recognize my voice why Because they have listened. They have listened when the shepherd has called them. And then they trust the word of the shepherd because it's the same voice. It's calling them to protect them, to guide them. So when I read that verse, my sheep knows my voice. And they follow me. When I heard this, I said, I got you, Lord. That's exactly like that. My sheep recognizes my voice and my words because they listen. Let us listen also. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, 
as we come into your presence, my Heavenly Father, always, Lord, seeking to know more about you, seeking to hear your voice, Father. Speak to us, my Heavenly Father, in the corner, in the darkest corners of our soul, let us hear your voice. In the most difficult times of our days, let us hear your voice. And most of all, Lord, help us to learn to go silent so that we can hear you when you speak, when you're guiding us, and when you tell us, I have made an everlasting covenant with you, and my love will be with you forever. God bless you all. I will. This part always gets me by surprise. I know that it's part of the service, but it still always gets me by surprise. So please excuse my informality. The Lord has called you. You're here today, and what I have said is the Word of God. I did not make any of these verses up myself. Do not harden your heart like you did in the days of rebellion. The Lord is speaking to someone within the sound of my voice. Open your hearts. Listen. God has something to tell you. Listen.